you have this weird thing on the right now that says apps and there's all these different little icons? Uh, it's at my map. Yes. I don't even know what any of those are. Um, so it looks like to me, just based off the one app that I recognize, the Calm app, um, it's third-party apps that you can bring in to your meeting so then everybody can participate in it. So like- Did you the say Calm there was a Calm app on yours? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Calm Business is listed in one of the trending ones um, in mine. Like, okay, I don't know Calm Business. I know- it's it's the call map, the regular call map. Okay, um, cool. But I think it's um, I'm betting they have some meditations or something that um, are specific to business or short. So that's I'm going interesting. To have to play with that. Yeah, I I heard a thing this morning. Somebody said they figured out how to um, put in a looping gif that makes it look like they're in there and paying attention so they can, <laughs> they can optimally check out if they want so that that's interesting i hadn't seen that yet that's bad it started hi sarah that's funny hey guys Hello. how are you Good happy new year happy new year i kind of am feeling really averse to the new year thing this year i don't know why yeah i i think i'm I get still it recovering from last year I'm not what? I'm in there like I'm I'm generating good ideas and, and enthusiasm and things but I am I am not there I am still like in end of the year like only getting ready to start easing into new year I think for me it's because the new year implies like starting over with all these new fresh things and I don't want to like I've got right. all the things that I already want but why yeah. do I have to start over that doesn't sound right yeah but what do you think Sarah what's that puppy's name this is Watson hey Watson I just got home oh. and that's why he's like wait a minute wait a minute hi I know that's a big cute yeah Hi, can I, can I, yeah, mom's home. Um, so I'm the same way based on, I've gotten kind of into, I think we talked about like astrology and just kind of, um, and then I'm going through some personal stuff, family stuff, like in my, my therapist. And so I am like really focusing on easing in to the year and not charging at it and not being super Agro, like that, like what came up for me, what you said, Jessica, is like just continuing, right? Yeah. Like, and it's, and it's, but, but the way like all the planets and stars are aligned, like this is, and especially with our weather that we're having, um, like it's supposed to be like, we're not supposed to be like out and about, like we should be wintering naturally. Like the bears totally got it right. That's part of the reason why, and not necessarily because I read some astrology that said it, but like my vibe was just not ready to start a new program. And I only pushed it back mm -hmm. a week, but I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to kill myself if I start it now. I'm just going to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it okay definitely with that. feels like continuation yeah. of, of the last season. Um not in like things aren't done things didn't wrap up but mm -hmm. like 
that wintering, like you're absolutely right, Sarah, that like we have come to the full circle point and now it's like, just be for a little bit. Totally. Like be with it, be present in the place that you are and with what you've done and what you want to do. And I'm, I'm writing that. Like if that's coming up, I'm, I'm working with it. Yeah. There's a theory that you go first. Uh, there's a really great book by um, it's called wintering by Catherine may. That's really, um, it it speaks to like that. We, um, I've, I've been doing a lot of work around just for my, like thinking about, cause coming, you know, from a, like a not drinking perspective. Right. And like you take, they call it the Bermuda, tri- Bermuda triangle for people that wherever you, but you know, you take Thanksgiving and then you take, you know, the holidays, whatever, and then you take, oh, New Year's, yeah. right. And then it creates. And so like, I've been really thinking a lot about like how, and I think it's much more of an American thing than any other culture, but that, that we like, it's totally like jacked the way we do this, the time of year, like baby. So if you're like, I was raised Christian, but like, and I celebrate Christmas, but like baby Jesus in that was in the manger, like th- there was nothing about consumption and all this crap, you know, and all this like overindulgence and stretching yourself too thin. And like, we're so I find it so interesting that we have these three holiday, right? And it totally is not intuitive to us as like human beings, as our bodies, like what we need to be doing, which is resting. Yeah. Like, so like we, we have it backwards, I think. And, but to break out, you know, to try to find your place, like the three of us are talking about amidst all of the people that are like, like word of the year and vision, like, and I held like for my TLC creates group, I, hosted a vision board workshop, um, which was really fun. And I, you know, we did it the first of the year, but I really did that more because it was like a project. And it's like, to me, that was like, not something creative, soft way to write, like even get people thinking about it. Like I haven't even finished my board, but we started it and I just kind of taught the concept. But my point being that like, it's, it's, we, we put so much pressure on ourselves And, and then we create this disappointment when we don't, whatever it is, like whether we're continuing and we feel like we're not engaged in this like new year energy or vice versa. Like it's so like the ant, like the animal, right? Like it's seasonal and why we don't just view it as like, you could, you could start your goals on March 1st or like, you know, July. Like, (laughs) cares or the first day of spring whatever that is right that seems to be like renewal rebirth totally let's start a movement i'm i'm down let's do it what was your theory so my theory the past two uh around this time i mean it's not holiday season related it just happens to land on this time period of the year um i've had really rough like emotional winter moments and I remembered it from last year like I just felt like I was crying all the time and like this and that and blah, blah. And winter feels stronger to me in the winter I think and I'm wondering I haven't I'm just now noticing this pattern 
but I'm wondering if in spring, like my ideas are stronger and in summer, my fiery passion is brighter and like, yes, it, you get all those energies inside of a month, but I'm thinking that there's maybe like this other layer to it where it's just stronger. No, that's, that's been my experience. And that's why I, I'm with it conceptually, but sometimes um, implementing the seasonal throughout my month, it's like, I'm not there yet. Like it's winter. I'm in winter. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Not in terms of like burnout, but I'm in just starting to think about the new things or doing like, like when you first start to start getting seed catalogs to start thinking about it. Like you're not at the point where you're ready to order. You're not at the point where you're ready to plant. You're not in the implementation phase. You're just in that like, ooh, cool. What's possible? What's out there? And where have I just come from? I'm reading right now analogy. a whole book on time off and leisure. Like, cause- Look at us. That's, I know, that's what it feels like. And I will say though, um, in terms of the holiday doing and being and and all of the things like I carried over the B plus through all of it and I don't think anybody else noticed but there were plenty of times where I'm like I'm just gonna go read a book now <laughs> like I got a million things to do I'm just gonna go lay down I need a nap here we go and Jessica can tell you that is unheard of for me um, how did it feel it was good. It was good. And honestly, I don't think anybody noticed the difference. And, and all the things that needed to get done got done. And there were, there was space for some above and beyond. Um, but I'm finding that the more I give myself winter enclosed, like time like that, and let myself off the hook as opposed to going like full holiday mode, like I have room to generate new ideas and to think about like, oh, hey, that was a thing that happened this season that like that was growth and that's cool. And like, here's where it can go from there. Like, yeah, I'm just, I think I really am more in each physical season as it, as it comes up. As opposed to like these little loops, you're like in the big loop. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's bad either. No. Like, honestly, as many times as this concept keeps coming up in different coaches or teachers or books or whatever, um, I like to know the concept. I like to use my little pendulum to decide what energy I'm in right now. And I like to just kind of feel so I can record every day so I can kind of see the patterns but I don't necessarily go okay so now I need to figure out what my to-do list looks like based on this it's more of a feeling and I understand the concept so that concept's in the back but I think the way that I have traditionally practiced it the past year or two has been more intuitive based, more like, here's how I feel today. I need to be okay with that. And I need to run with it. And 
let's get stuff done that I feel like doing, knowing what I have to do and what I feel like doing and how to make that all fit together. But yeah, I think it's one of those concepts that yes, let's learn it, but also let's just feel into it. And I think the, the for me, the B plus concept allowed me to take that and run with it. Because then there was freedom to be able to say, okay, I really feel this way today. I'm, you know, this is what it's like outside. This is how my body feels. This is how my spirit feels. I am not into this thing that is on my to-do list. Mm -hmm. And I then have choice to say, okay, does it need to be on my to-do list today? Or can That's a very healthy way to look at it. Yeah. Or can it be on my to-do list later in the week? Or can it be a B plus task on my to-do list? And I go back and tweak it later. Like, whereas previous years, I would just try to do all things all the time, full court press. And I'm the only one who loses in that instance. So yeah, it has, it's been, it's been nice. It's a, it's a much much nicer way to operate. And I also say that while you do get better at it, obviously you are getting better at it. It's something you have to constantly keep front of mind or the other stuff just sneaks back in. Mm-hmm. And it does sneak back in. It's like trying to eat well and you eat some junk food one day and it could be really easy to then just keep eating junk food because you ate it once. That you have to go, no, 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 no. I'm gonna eat some veggies today. Or you can look at it and say, that was a blip. There's mm-hmm. no wagon to fall off of. Like mm-hmm. I am not behind. I'm I'm 11 and a half years into this business. I'm not behind. Yes, there are things I could have done differently or have done on an earlier timeline or whatever. And you know what? I didn't. And that just wasn't going to be how it worked out. And that's fine. And I don't think everyone's path is the same. Correct. There are people who need things to work fast. And there are people who need things to work slow. And there's all the in between. And I think any given day, I can be any one of them. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, let me ask, although I do love this conversation, did anybody come to the table today with something that they needed or wanted to talk about? Um, I did, but I want to let Sarah have the floor first because she went second the last time we met as a, as a group, and then she was not in our last pod, so I have had more than my share of opportunity. Awesome. That's very thoughtful of you. Thank you, Christy. Um, Okay, Sarah, tell me, what have you been working on or not working on or feeling guilty about or letting yourself be free from or like, let's let's hear a spiel. Yeah, um, I've been working on not needing to work at a, you know, break just this, kind of frenetic energy, which is what I tend to do. Um, 
I have been, it's been interesting because I restructured my, well, I didn't structure it. I came up with a game plan for my newsletter, which is bi-monthly, the first and third Sunday. And in working with my VA, which has been really helpful to keep me accountable, um, I came up with a new format for the first. So it's, it's a, it's, it's based off of, I took it from James Clear. I've been meaning to do it for a while, which is um, three, two, one. So I did three inspirations, two paintings. I shared two paintings and then one quote. And I love it. every month I'm going to have kind of a theme to it. So um, this was kind of around inspir inspiration and I'm going to keep going with the three inspirations, but it might just take a different tone um, based on where I am. And then the third, and then the third Sunday is really going to be more around, um, I'm coming up with some stuff around like the art, it's going to be around the art of like, and so. Um, what do you mean? So the art of like talking in conversation and, you know, my VA, like I bring her idea that she's really good at, cause I'm like all over right. And she's really good at being like, Burr. so um, like I was shoveling, you know, we have all this and I was like, there's an art of shoveling, right? Like, and it's not unlike painting where you're moving, like you're moving a medium around and there's math involved and there's like patience involved and there's energy. Like there's a lot of it. Anyway, she's like, okay, yeah. Um, so I, you know, it's gonna, I, I think it's gonna be the, you know, just to create sort of like an easy framework that it's gonna be the art of something. And I, I don't think it's not gonna be the art of shoveling, but it's gonna be the art of integration and speaking to, um, which is something that I really want to, that we talked about this a little bit last time that, you know, an artist, I'm a realtor and a designer. And in the past, I've kind of felt this anxiety around like, I have to be all of one thing and a little bit of others. and. I'm, I'm getting okay with the fact that like, I'm all of those things. And that doesn't take away from, you know, if I'm heavy into, if I'm doing a lot of art, it doesn't take away from the fact that I still have a just couple of design clients and have that background or whatever it is. And that fully well, in it. that way, and then showing up fully in that way, which gives me a, like, um, I bought a loom cube and I'm going to, you know, that just arrived late last night. I haven't opened that up yet. And like start to show up, take my social media from two accounts to one so that I'm not, cause I'm feel, I feel, I tend to feel kind of bipolar and mm -hmm. with the ADHD that exaggerates it anyway. And what I've realized is that I'm not like, if people, if, if people are going to judge me because I'm all these things, then they're not my people. And they're, they're right. They're definitely not my ideal, ideal art buyer, but they're also not my ideal you know, design client or, or a real estate, right? Like it all feeds each other and all this life experience that I have, they all talk to each other. They're all about a, a similar thing. And, um, you know, my design and my real estate enriches my art and vice versa, you know, so it's, it's, so that's what this first one's going to be about, but it also creates a context for me to be able to do some reels, which I'm going to practice and really just, you know, like we talked about last time, like, this is what I'm up to, but have like a reel of me, like, you know, I mean, I'll put like, maybe not have my hoodie on, but just like, this is what I'm up to. I've been quiet terms of real, you know, and I've been quiet, but like, this is why and just owning it. And 
seeing what happens, right? Like I'm not saying like, I want to like have all these new design clients or I have all these new real estate clients. But I think if people know that I'm wanting to show up like fully and that it doesn't mean just because I'm painting doesn't mean that I can't do a really fantastic job helping you buy or sell a home. So um, working with my VA to get that language down and then start showing up that way because I find myself like really okay posting to my Sarah Kelly 5280, which is just sort of like I do, you know, no filter Friday and Thursday truth bond, you know, but my art is this resistance because it's like, I feel like I'm there's this, there's this kind of imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. um, which I shouldn't feel because I am showing up and doing my work, right? Like I just did this huge installation at Max. I saw it's your like, penguins. Those are lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Right. And so it's like being able to, and then having James, Jamie is helping me with the posts and we, you know, Tuesday, this past Tuesday was our first one and I'll do Fridays. She does Tuesdays. And then if it, we want to start doing more, but that way I'm posting twice a week. Um, and just see where it happens. It doesn't mean that I'm putting all this energy into social media, but I am, you know, keeping that moving along. And then we're really working with her. She just helps keep this, like, keep me accountable. Right. Because she's like, well, this is what Mm -hmm. you put in the Trello board that you wanted to do. Like, where are we? And I'm like, all right. Right. Like I'm really good at coming up with the idea of like, this is what I want to implement. Um, and then I fall off. So so that, that feels, that feels really good. And then also starting, like we talked about the collection, like, you know, where I'm going to do for January, I'm just going to do January nine to 12 small pieces and like gathering materials for all of that. So that I'm not, cause that's where I tend to fall apart. Like, well, I don't have that size camp. So I'll just pick this over here and repaint over this. So it's like, you know, my garage now is full with like all these supplies and, um, that feels really, it just feels a little bit like I'm, I, I have a little bit more intention to how I'm showing up yeah. to my work, how, but I'll offer that, like what you said about, like, I feel into, like, I feel into my days consistently. And when I try to be too rigid around, like, this is what you have to do today, the whole day goes sideways. So it's such a fine balance. It's such a, so it's like, so it's, there's that, like today I might not paint and that's, totally okay. Right. Because I've blocked off the month. It gives me so much, like, I'm like, Oh, and I know how to crank it out when I want, when I'm in the mood. Right. Sure. So yeah, it feels, so it just feels good to not be, I, I, I think I really am, am trying to embrace that I'm in response as opposed to reaction. So many good things. Okay. So we're starting a newsletter. We're going to do it. Did let me, so I've had it. I've had sure it going and it works really well. And I get a lot of great feedback on it, but now starting I'm just structuring it. it. Right. Yeah. So that like, and I owe for the, for the, you know, the Tuesday that we have it, that I owe Jamie the content on Tuesday, she sits the activity Friday and then it, and then it posts it, you know, it sends Sunday morning. Right. So mm-hmm. I can tweak Right. Like I have Friday to sit to like do my little tweaks because of course I do. Right. Because she's not in my head. And so it in that gives her enough time with her schedule. Like I'm not like, you know, at the last minute, like, hey, can you help me with this? And it just keeps me 
consistent in showing up that way. I doubt many people will start to see that there's a like the first of the month is three to, you know, and the second of the month is more the story. And um, it doesn't matter. I know that. So it feels good to me. Um, and then we'll see where it goes. I like that you're doing two a month. That makes me happy. Especially since oh. um, we decided that, well, you do want to show up on social media, but just in a like real easy sort of way. Yeah. That gives you some place that you can be a little bit more consistent with it. Yeah. There is. So one thing that I didn't, I didn't, I'm just, oh, you're helping me jog my memory in terms of, is there content around, um, in teachable or how to, because my newsletter is where I really, I feel like how, how do I get more? I really want to grow my newsletter list. Um, there is not specifically how to grow my newsletter list, but I would be happy to help you make a plan. Okay. Because there are so many different ways to grow an email list that it's like one of those things that I don't want to nail down and say, here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Would it be helpful maybe to have a, here are three examples of how to grow your newsletter list, perhaps? That yeah. might be an interesting video. But, um, okay, number one, you have a VA. Um, I just started doing this with Becky. When I get a new follower on Instagram, unless they're completely unrelated or spammy or something like that, I will have her message them and say something along the lines of, hey, so-and-so, thanks for following. Um, some sort of compliment, nice thing, something about them that makes it personal to them. Okay. Um, what would I say for you? I'm assuming you don't do any sort of freebie or anything, right? I don't, but I'm not opposed to it. You know, I know from okay. like, um, Relinda, you know, that that's, I, I that's haven't really you done that, do. but, but I'm happy to do that. I don't really know what that looks like necessarily. Um, well, let's talk about that as well, but let's okay. assume for now, since there is not one right now, and we don't want to have to put up all these barriers for getting started on things. Let's yeah. assume there's not. So, okay. um, I might say something like, I'm not on Instagram usually more than a couple of times a week, but my newsletter is where I love to show up. And I share things like my inspirations. And um, I'm trying to think about what you just said. Inspirations, paintings, and a quote. Yeah. Yeah. Quotes and um, stories. Do yeah. you have any interest in signing up? Let them answer you and then go from there. Okay. And that felt the way that I just said it, it didn't feel that appealing. So let's try again. <laughs> do you, okay. Sarah, do you put your um, things that you create for your newsletter, do you store it on like a blog? 
Are you? No, it, but that is something that I looked at in Squarespace. Like I found the template, you know, to create a drop down on my site um, to do that. Here's an opt-in idea that came to me. You do not have to do a thing with it. It's just the idea that came to my mind. Okay. If it piques you is here's a curated list of some of my best or favorite or um, most representative pieces of content. Here's what you can come to expect from me. Here are, oh, here are three I okay. think you can't miss. Okay. Or whatever, like that, like, and it's already content you've already done. Yeah. And if they want, then you want more of these. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just link off, link off, link off. Did you like that? They can see it and then they can sign up for more of it. Sure. So okay. It's just an idea, you know, tweak it however you want, do nothing with it if you want, like. That's just yeah. what came to mind. Watch, I'm going to be, I have to go get the dog because now he wants to come in. So just I'm follow me. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so I'm not, the thing that came to mind when Christy was talking, um, how to edit that, be, the reason why it sounded uninspired to me, even as I was saying it, was because it was very unspecific. Like you're going to give me inspiration and in quotes and stories. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt instead, that. Instead, what I would do is maybe say my my last newsletter was about the okay. art of trying to integrate all the parts and pieces of. Hmm, I don't even think I'd say me because why do they care that you're integrating you? But like, how to in the art of integrating. Uh, different hobbies and activities in your life, something like that. Sure. So it needs to be something that they might be able to relate to and something specific that their mind can grab onto. Yep. I like, I love that. I love that. Like if I were to get, I mean, you know, this is what I'm doing, but like, I, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Right. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it's 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 a it's an easy thing for people to say, like, oh, okay, that's what what I like about that. And I mean, I duh, but like, it's it's me, right? So like, if they if they do connect with that, then they're my then they're going to sign up. And if they don't, then that's good for me to know that from a follower perspective, like, that's that's how I think you're helping me realize, like, I want to use social media, right? Is how yeah. am I dialing in, you know, for every follow that I get, how am I like dialing in? Like, is this somebody that I could really have a relationship with organically exactly. that is connected to who I like that, that we're aligned in terms of like how we're living our lives as opposed to, you know, just like people are like, oh, they'll send me messages like, oh, I love your work. And I'll reply with like, oh, thank you. But I don't do it. Hey, I have a newsletter. You know, I do that in person, but I don't do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And Love you that. can also, along those same lines, not just new followers, but old followers. Mm -hmm. like, how many people do you have on there right now? 3,000? I don't think Something it's that. Like that. No, it's not that much. Well, whatever it is, even if it's 500, if 5% okay. of those people say yes, you've grown your email list significantly. 
Yeah, totally. Okay. I love that. Um, yeah. So you can also use like, um, it's going to take you a while to do that. So you can start to see, as you say, my last newsletter was about, you can keep track of, I told that to 20 people and five signed up, but I told this mm. other thing to 20 people and 10 signed up. And I told right. the other thing, 20 people and one signed up. Right. So it can help you hone in on your topics. Yep. Um, also, what might be interesting is when you are thinking about the art of and your theme for your three, two, one, think about that content for her concept. So like what kind of conversations have you been having that felt good and relevant and aligned for you lately and pull some of your inspiration from those? Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? So like, for example, I feel like uh, Christy and I could both be considered ideal art buyers for you because we have a lot of things in common. We think alike. Um, and yep. we just had a nice conversation around how we wanted to continue instead of start over the New Year's. So that is Love a that. conversation that you could pull from for inspiration for one of the two. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. She's really good at, at taking my general and kind of, and, and kind of running with it. Um, which is, which is nice. It's a little bit hard, right? Yeah. Because it's like, I yeah. want to like have all that. Right. But I also, um, that's why I hire, like, I can't be, it doesn't make, I, I can't be in front of my, I mean, I just, it's just, you can't. <laughs> Duh. Can I tell you that one of the goals I've been writing down on my, um, planner is move my business toward it being able to run without me, mm -hmm. which I don't think it'll ever fully be able to because of the kind of business I want to have. Like I want it to be personal, but how can I mm -hmm. take myself yeah. out of as much as possible that I don't need to be in. So there's a great, and you'll appreciate this because you're much better at systems and all that kind of stuff than I am. Um, and I took a class with him. This was when I was selling real estate primarily, but I was still doing a little bit of art. Um, it's, sorry for the background noise. Okay. The Art of Less Doing by Ari Mizell. Um, and his whole goal is to do exactly that so that like he has his whole business set up so that like he could leave for six months and it would still continue on. And so he, he speaks to how to have a team of like no more than five or six people and mm. why you need to have your team, right? Like all the, all this different stuff, but then also setting up these systems, which you're really, you know, um, I think you excel at that. Right. Um, and then he even speaks to, it's, it's really, I've been thinking about rereading it again. Um, I have to find it is, is, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of similar to James Clear, Atomic Habits, except that his is way more about like, it's, it's, it dials it down even more. So like, he's the type of person that he realizes like he, there's, he checks his email three times a day only morning, mm -hmm. middle of the day and the evening. And it's like very specific. He's, he's all about inbox zero. And then he also does, and I don't know if he's still doing this, but at the time, like Mondays, he did this 
Tuesdays, he did this, right? So like, it would be like, Christine, I say like, okay, Tuesdays we paint, Wednesdays we um, network, Wednesdays we're out and about doing, right? Like whatever we do, Thursdays is, um, working on the website and Friday, you know, so it's like yeah. he never, and that, and that doesn't change and that for him creates a lot of efficiencies because there is just no, there's no ability for him to go off track because he knows that on Wednesday, he has the entire day slated right for next. So if somebody calls up and says, and then it also creates like, so if somebody calls up and says, Hey, I want to do lunch. He's like, what do you got the next Wednesdays for the next year following, right? Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not this, like you're moving your dentist appointment around to finally get in touch with this client that like, you've been romancing for a year, you know, like, right. Oh yeah. I'm going to do this commission, you know? And then it's like, of course the day that you have like, anyway. Um, and I've just been thinking a lot about, so I've been, and you well, thank you for sharing track. that. I probably would really love that. You don't lose track of things that way either because you totally. don't behind on them. Like budget, like I have a specific day of the week that I do my household and business budgets mm-hmm. the, the day I do budgets. And mm-hmm. like Friday is a day that I have designated to go through and just look at all my back end ops stuff and mm-hmm. anything needs to get fixed. Like there's a, there's a box for it. And so if it's not Sunday, I don't need to be worrying about budget because there's a day budget totally totally yep um i see uh, get back two more ideas for you though yes teddy my shih tzu is uh in the other room sleeping Um, i can't right now but i will when i'm done with my call okay you can go get them if you want we might have to go get cheerios or this might just continue on Okay. Like, no, no. So, unplug everything. <laughs> we were talking about ideas for growing your email list. So, like that one is really simple and unsexy and boring and efficient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all the good things. Um, and then if there's someone that you get into a conversation with and you're like, I like this person. Guess what? They can go on your ideal art buyer list. Like you're already starting that relationship marketing with that person. Yeah. Without even really trying, because the goal is to grow your email list. Right. Um, the other one of the other things that it's it's really about habits, right? Yeah. So if you are doing, you do a lot of like festival-y types of things. Festival is quite the right word. But yeah, Mm -hmm. markets. Um, If at every single one of those, your main intention is to talk to people about your email list, Mm -hmm. then you can start to see, okay, if I do five of these a year at each one, I get 10 people. Yeah. That's 50 new people every year. Right. Um, so like starting to layer some of these things, mm-hmm. if you want to think about like a more hands off approach, then we probably get more into the needing a freebie kind of thing. 
Okay. Um, which I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I still have all that content from her, but it, I had all these ideas for freebies, but I just felt like None of them it didn't felt feel right. authentic to me ultimately. Like it felt, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I need to, um, what did you, God, Christy, what did you say? Um, oh, well, here's a curated list of my best. That's not a freebie, but. Um, I mean, it could be. It, well, but what it got me is what I thought about in the past is like um, something around color, right? Um, I mean, that's a, that's a super easy one for me, but there's so many, but it's almost like hard for me because there's so many different ways that I can go. Okay, so if one of the things that you're working on focusing on is demonstrating bridging the gap between real estate and art, mm -hmm. merge them. Like, okay, here's a realtor's perspective on color when you're yeah. buying a new home because people walk in and the thing they look at the walls and say, I hate the color of the walls. Guess what? They can be painted. When people are staging their homes, um, I know you do a lot of abstract work. So I know your work also lends itself well to staging. Right. Um, what's another instance that like deals with realty adjacent something that touches on color? Like you have a built-in expertise. You don't need to go find a designer or a realtor to speak mm -hmm. on your behalf. You're like, hey, guess what? I get the best of both worlds here. I get that professional, like home seller perspective and mm -hmm. the professional artist touch. Mm -hmm. You get to like merge those. And right. that's why whether they're looking at you for art or whether they're looking at you for realty services, they're getting two for the price of one. Yeah, and no. Each totally. one is served by the other. And that's kind of what you're trying to show. That's totally what I'm trying to show, right? That, which leads me to also that I need to be doing, you know, I need to be, but it would, it would make sense for me to have getting more of those testimonials out as well, right? Because there are a lot of my testimonials speak to the fact that like Sarah helped us stage, like, right? Or she hired a stager, right? Or like, you know, or... Sarah just helped us identify, you know, homes that like all the, um, Sarah saved us a lot of time and money, you know, that kind of thing. So lean into that, but also I think, yeah, showing it and I, and identifying it. And then and another thing that I've gotten into, um, but I, it could throw people off as like feng shui, like just, you know, basic feng shui, um, but that, that can I think people, the right people are going to love that. So what this brings up for me is are you wanting to talk to both groups of people the real estate people and the art people on your email and your social media and i don't think there's a wrong answer i just want to know what you want i i, I wanna i want to start doing that in an intentional way without sounding like i'm selling or i'm back what i'm concerned about is like and i've thought about this again and again and you know and and you know, my friends have all said like, oh my gosh, you know, I, it's such an asset. Mm -hmm. right? 
Like I literally am showing a home and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, you do this over here. And I was like, you know, I have my fan deck half with me half the time. And people get like, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of design advice for me in five minutes. Cause I'm like, oh, I use this a lot in bedrooms. I, you know what I mean? Or like from the feng shui, they don't even know. Like, I don't say to them, like, you know, I'm putting my designer hat on. I just naturally do it. So I, but I want, I want to do it in a way that isn't salesy or look at me. <laughs> Can we, every time you show a house, when they leave, go back into the house and whatever design advice you gave them record like 30 second tips. Like so just repeat. Yeah, yes and no. So there's new laws around that, that you can't advertise unless you have the seller's permission to do so. And so it gets- Can't advertise what? I can't take, I can't do a video of a property and then, and then post it and say, this is what the advice that I gave my client without their permission. Even if it's not about the property, like you're not trying to sell the property, you're just saying- this wall was this color, but instead it should be this color because. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I, in my newsletter, it's fine because I'm not selling real estate. It's, it's if I put it on social media and I start to say, hey, I'm a realtor. Mm -hmm. and it's iffy. It gets, it's, there's, it's like, it, it's just so you know, like I literally just took a course on this. Yeah, it's huge, no, that's good. It's a huge thing because I won't get caught, but like, I don't, and I don't, Christy, if you have compass where you are, but there's all this there it's, it's based on this new law, especially in Colorado called clear cooperation, because compass is this, they're basically trying to own the market and take over the market and squeeze everyone out. And how they do that is by marketing within themselves into it. So it's like they sell home to home. And it, so there's all these new rules now about how you can advertise and how you can't. And it's, um, it's almost so much that it's like, you're just better off not to do it. But if well, I were to take a photo, does that make sense? I put it in my newsletter. Mm -hmm. But you could also anonymize it. Like it doesn't, you can just say, I walked into a space. It had oh. this color walls. It, you know, and here's what I would do with it. Like you could just sit and, and talk right. about it. But the thing that um, I picked up when Jessica shared that idea was not only share it on your social media, share it directly with the people who just viewed that house. Because when you're buying a house, you don't necessarily want to move all your existing stuff in as it is. You may be looking for new above and beyond. And if you walked in and said, you know what I would probably do here is this and this and this, and here's kind of the vision I might have for it. They start to see it and say, that's cool. And where might I get such art? Like you obviously had something in mind. Like that's actually literally how I just did my last consultation. I want to piggyback. Let's piggyback back and forth. <laughs> but I want okay, to make sure so, for Christy. Oh, sorry. Did you have a question? I want to make sure that we're leaving enough time for you. Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't have a question. When you make a 
tip for someone, even if it's on social media, it should become a one pager that later you can pull, like if you add one pager for every client, eventually you have a portfolio of these one pagers. There's a lot of things we could do with those, but one of those things is when you have a new in uh, client you're showing houses to, you can say, well, there's this and this and this and this, put all those five together and email it to them and be like, hey, just wanted to share this with you. So you, because it's a resource I have, I didn't want you to forget. That's good business for everything. Right. They can use it. They cannot use it. But they will absolutely say, gee, that was really helpful. Right. They will remember you. They will refer you. All right. Things. And those could become email freebie type things for later. Oh, yep. totally. Especially, mm -hmm. especially like if you don't want to do the same freebie constantly, if you mm -hmm. change up like, like your freebie every quarter or whatever you want to do, like this one pager. Now what's this one pager? I love that. Just to do it per quarter, a freebie per quarter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and you honestly, you can just keep rotating them. You don't have to make new ones either. Right. But if you do, you have all kinds of options you can do with them. Yeah. And for like social media, directing people to the um, newsletter, a hook, the simplest hook I've ever used that it, it's so effective, yeah. five letters and a colon. I see why am I in case you missed it. And everyone's like, in case I missed what, what did I miss? And then it's like, Hey, I have this thing. Do you want to go get this thing? Go get this thing. Here's how you go get this thing. And it's like, Hey, I didn't miss it. I'm in the know. Like, um, I've gotten really, really good responses with that, that one hook. Like okay. five letters and a colon. Okay. And um, yeah, it that's so interesting. Okay. The other thing is you can talk about the benefits to them of, and you can do multiple posts on this because it goes both ways. Having a realtor who is also an artist, having an artist who's also a realtor. Like Here's what I know as an artist because I am a realtor. Here's what I know and what I bring as a realtor because of this. Like you could do probably a whole month's worth of content just comparing back and forth on those. Oh my God. Also third habit or fourth habit or whatever number we're on now, whenever you send those to your real estate clients say, oh, by the way, I send these out uh, quarterly to my newsletter. Any chance you want to be on it? Okay. Yeah. Also make sure some of them include examples that include your art, even if you have to just like Photoshop it in there. Okay. Or like, or with those, like, Hey, here's, here's this house that I just walked into and it had these really high ceilings and here's what somebody might do. You would think, Oh, my art that I have is big enough. Here's why you want to go bigger and then show examples of bigger that you have. Right, 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 or right. Groupings. Right. Here's how you could group smaller or ones together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What would be really cool for that? What I would love to do is figure out a way to do it so that, like, I can show 
other people's art as well. So it's not like, it's like this constant, right? Like, cause I love to do that when people are like, well, I have this art and I have, you know, I'm like, well, let's curate it. Like, let's move some stuff around. Let's, let's talk through that. I'm not opposed to you doing that, but if you are going to, let's turn it into more of like a collaboration okay, or like, like a, a something where they know that you're doing that for them and you're supporting them and like something along those lines. So it's not just I'm free advertising for other artists. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you guys just got an email. Maybe not. I just got an email from me. <laughs> okay. Let's Thank switch you. gears. That was fun. Thank you okay. for um, working that out. Thank you guys. Yeah. Sure. Um, and you can start that freebie, whatever, like go with the other things that we said, but also you only have to have one to get started. Like you don't have to have a library to get started. Right. Okay. Christy, what did you bring today? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, you know, I kind of sat and like kind of wrote it out and I don't know that I really have a question. I'm just going to kind of tell you where I'm at with things and and then I'll go from there. Yeah. So right now I am in a visibility month, which is interesting considering I'm not quite um, fully in the month. Like um, this week feels like last week. It feels like um, like it's kind of half holiday. You know, it's that kind of groggy coming back into things. So I have got literally more visibility ideas than I could possibly implement, which mm -hmm. is great because part of the way I think I'm going to approach the month is here's my whole list. I'm going to pick a couple that just sound like fun and do them. Um, Did you put them in your master planner under the visibility ideas? For they are in my follow and I have them, or wherever. I have a whole list of um, um, with my monthly planning. So yeah, I've, I've got them in several places, same list okay. that I can access wherever I am. As long as you can so, find them. Yep. And the interesting thing is the one thing I don't quite know is my content. <laughs> like <laughs> the things that I'm doing, they're all things, but they're more like almost like tangible things and less like topical or posting. So it'd be like, oh, I could spend some time working on my SEO or updating, um, you know, updating my website or um, answering a call for art. Um, I do actually have an opportunity, a March exhibition um, coming up in a hospital, which is good because it's a hospital I was going to uh, make connections with Anyway, I have yes. already ordered my inventory awesome. for that. So I am nice. in and doing. Um, cool. Yeah, I I have not finished my, my freebie, my opt-in, which normally then if I had that, I would probably build a little more content around it. So while I'm in this kind of state of flux, but in a visibility month, what would you suggest? And I'm thinking specifically like Instagram content. Okay. What would you, what would you suggest for that? 
while I'm also doing all these other things that may be completely behind the scenes or maybe directed at specific people, you know, or borrowing somebody else's audience, but don't necessarily apply to my social media audience at large. Do you get what I'm asking? I think I do. Um, but I want to back up just a couple of steps before of I answer your question. One, um, I wanted to tell you that that SEO tool that Parisa recommended, I just bought a lifetime access to it. They're doing a special. It was $290. Nice. So don't know if you're interested, but there you go. Um, okay. I am also technically in a visibility month but I'm also still doing sales. So like, know that there's some ebb and flow here. Like it's not a hard, fast line. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but what I, I wanted to make sure that I did do visibility. That is, it's my strongest. And it's the thing that I've kind of um, slacked off on recently because I feel like it's, too easy. I need to work on these other things that are harder for me, which maybe is healthy, maybe is not. I don't know. So I need to be doing more visibility. So what I decided to do was reach out to people I have on my list who are potential or past collaborators and say, would you like to do an email swap? I'll write you three emails for your list and you write three emails for my list. And we'll just like, kind of like do like an Instagram takeover kind of thing. That has to be relevant, something that my audience is going to want to hear and vice versa. So like that has to be a thing. But visibility month doesn't have to mean that every single thing you do in it leads to more visibility. I just wanted to share that as an example. Right. Um, you specifically asked, though, about Instagram content. What should you be sharing because it is a visibility month? Um, I don't really think that necessarily the content has to change. And I know that this might sound confusing because the reason I'm saying this to you, I'm saying this specifically to you, is because we came up with a really cool Instagram content series that I think would lead to more visibility for you, especially if you um, gear the call to action to be something like share. Mm -hmm. So it's not that everything has to change and shift. It's just like these little tweaks that are made. Mm -hmm. um, and the most likely type of content to be visible is reels, which happens to be the content or part of the content plan that we chose. Mm -hmm. So you're, you've got two things going for you then. You're making shareable content and you're saying to share it and you're right. doing it in reels. I think essentially what I'm trying to say is let's keep B plusing it. Mm -hmm. Um, what I are you do, thinking? I do have a, um, sorry, I don't know if you know this, I have a different business coach and then Jessica is my marketing coach. 
but my business coach and I met um, earlier this week. And so I was telling her a lot of the same things I've told you. And she asked if I would um, be willing to commit to doing one live virtual event in quarter one. And I was like, yeah, I can do one live virtual event. Um, that felt more manageable than trying to do like one a week or one that, you know, especially since I'm not in a habit of it and mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. It's like, yeah, I can figure out how to do an event in quarter one, but I do, I do also agree with what you said on there being overlap with the sales month. Um, as last month ended up, um, I could have really pressed myself and moved past what my system needed to push for more sales at the end to have my highest year ever. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't, my system was like, no, we agreed that pretty much after Black Friday at once, you know, once the Christmas shopping started, like you were kind of off the hook and it was like, okay. Can we do March to March? March to March on what? Mm. On recording Great. sales and end of year pushes and all of those things. Yeah. Maybe you can have your highest year ever from March to March. I, I certainly can. Um, it, in the end, I ended up with my second highest and it was like, you know what, that's, that's cool. Kind of going back to what we started with at the beginning. Um, I, I was very happy with that. It was, you know, one of my biggest months ever. Um, and I realized like, you know what, I just kind of want to enjoy this and like be with this. And maybe, maybe I need $1,500 months for a while and get used to being in that space before it's like, let's do more than that. You know, like mm -hmm. as opposed to cool, you did $1,500 month, like let's go take it to 3000 and like, like, you know, like be with what is. And yeah. And I, I, in no way. Please don't take that the wrong way. And no, I want to take away from you leaning into your energy and doing all the right things. But the reason why I said that is because we all said we just didn't feel like we right. weren't there. Right. So what if we just like changed it? Right. Um, and but... so, and so I didn't make any extra push to go sales. Yeah. So I certainly could dovetail in more sales with like that specific content while doing visibility as the focus of the grand majority of the rest of my actions. So tell me a little bit more about this um, quarterly live versus doing it more often. And how does that change what we talked about? Um it gives me a smaller goal, a goal that okay. feels more achievable and then opens the door to me to do more things that are more regular. Um, it's, it's the feet wet. Like I don't have my, what if, wet. what if you did exactly that, but It's just the first one is the feet wet. 
and not saying I have to do X amount, but like what you, what it sounds like you're looking for and correct me if I'm wrong. What it sounds like you're looking for is a starting place without, um, such a large commitment. Is that correct? Change it to pressure from commitment and you have it like pressure. So initially what we said was like, well, what if I did a reel a week for, for four weeks mm -hmm. and what that then meant was if it's got to fit into this month, then my first reel has to be like now. And then mm -hmm. my next reel has to be like soon as opposed to, I have a quarter to figure this out. And that gives me four walls of structure, but a lot more freedom in there to move as opposed to, um, so sometimes I know when you've set goals with people, it's um, one a week versus four in a month. Right. That's a totally different frame. It may actually work out to be one a week, but it feels tighter. It feels more deadline, more constrictive to do one a week versus I have to do one of these and I have the whole quarter to do it. You know, so here's where my coach brain is creating a split road and half of it's going that way and half of mm -hmm. it's going that way. Mm -hmm. And this, and I, I think we do, we do this a lot. And I am like, which direction do I go? One direction is it's okay. Like give yourself that space. Don't pressure yourself too much. Like just get it done. However you need to get it done. And the other side is, I think you're really excited about this idea and scared at the same time. And if you only do one a quarter, it's going to take you and not saying that that's how it's going to work out, but like mm -hmm. if it did, it's going to take you three years to get over that fear. So um, sometimes I like to just like shove people in and make them conquer it. I don't know that that's the best route for you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm, I'm not generally a throw me into the deep end kind of person. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's the only thing I'll do. I'm saying the goal was, Hey, and the event was like, um, live virtual, meaning like we had talked about like a virtual gallery walkthrough, mm, something like yeah. that. So it's not even a real, it's not even a thing. Um, it's different. Yeah. It's interactive, but it's, you know, it's live, but it's virtual, but it's connected. Um, and so no, that doesn't necessarily have to be, I don't even necessarily have to do it again, but that could yeah. be a cool, like quarterly thing like hey here's what's new or whatever um I think it's but, nice to have one of your quarterly or one of the monthly events in the quarter to be a virtual type something right my my thing is I'm not excited about reels I'm just scared <laughs> mm -hmm. so it's not even like this sounds cool I really want to do this but dang it I'm scared and now it's like no this doesn't sound cool I don't want to do this um, okay, so let's let's break it down for a second. It's two twenty-five. I got a, a couple extra minutes though. So. 
Um, at the core of the concept that we came up with, taking reels out of it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I remember it and I don't remember all of the details. It's, so it's can you- it's basically giving people tastes of what they would get with a consultation with me, hmm. or if they don't need a full-on consultation, um, might just. You were gonna that. say here's kind of like we were just talking about with Sarah, right? Yeah. And my thing of it is honestly, it's the goals. It's what the, it's the. I don't know right now that I can commit to like one a week. So and what if you don't? If I, if I have that goal and then I don't, then I feel like I failed. If I, so what if your goal, goal is to do one tomorrow? To do one tomorrow. Um, what that, if I even said it doesn't have to be a real, you could do it in whatever format you choose. I'd have to, I'd have to sit and think about it. Cause I would need, as long as I have enough time to feel like I'm walking in with some semblance of preparation, mm -hmm. I can be plus it, but I have to be able to get to at least be plus. So at its concept, at, at its core, it was, I, um, if you were a hairdresser, or a massage therapist, and you loved X, Y, and Z, here's what I would recommend, and here's why, right? That's what it, essentially what it was. There's all sorts of different ways I can go with it. Um, the, the main part of it is I don't yet know what I'm doing. And so- but you don't know what you're doing till you do it. Right, right. But walking in with a certain degree of preparation, Mm-hmm is enough to kick me over the edge and say, okay, I've got enough to be plus this. I'm going to just do this. So what do you need? Like if, let's just pretend for a second that that is the outline. I have just mm -hmm. handed you an outline of how to do it. And you, the actual uh, package that you made for your massage therapist, you talk about it like it's theoretical, but you use what you did and why you did it. We're not even theoretical. It doesn't have to be theoretical one way or the other, but it's, here's what they wanted. Here's what I did. Here's why. And that is your framework. Mm -hmm. What additional things do you need to feel prepared? Mm. I just need to know how I'm doing it. Like I've, I've literally never done a reel before. So what if I told you how to do it? Then would you be able to do it? I probably would. Yeah. As long as I could go through and like, if I can follow the instructions, yeah, I probably would. So it, it, a lot of it is just the mechanics, the, okay. um, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not attempting to put it off. Uh -huh. Like it, it's a, it's a foregone conclusion. It's going to happen. Um, I just want to help you make it happen. Yeah. It's my job. Yeah. So I want you to very specifically tell me what you need to make it happen in the, there's the framework, the three things I can make you a video of how to do a reel. What else would you need? I don't know. Cause I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> mm. 
Christy, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. Like, no, you're not, like you're not being a pain in the ass. I'm trying to yeah. get and to the I, core of it. I've done them, Christy, but I don't know that I know how to do them, right? Like I've literally just been like, I'll do a reel, right? Yeah. Like, so if you want, and I do, I have to, I have to bug off at um, 2.30 to deal with simply framed customer service. But um, uh, if you want like an accountability or like test buddy, you know, you can't really, well, Jessica can speak to this. You can take a video and turn it into a reel. Um, yes, but you can't make a reel and then send someone the video. I know because of yesterday. Yes. So <laughs> we can't really like necessarily practice. I don't know. But if there's a way that I can um, like support you in feeling like you can do this, please let me know. I'm happy. I'm, 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 I'm happy to Thanks. do that. Yeah. No. And I appreciate that. And, and I think what it is, is I need that balance of structure and time to do it because I think I can figure it out. Yeah. Um, I think I can find enough instructions, um, either like just Flaherty's reels, um, training or whatever. I need to not be putting so much pressure on myself. Like, no, you need to get going. Cause you're supposed to do four of these, you know, you're supposed to do one of these this week and this week's almost over. So like, if I strip it back and say, okay, how do I be plus that? Do one by the end of the month? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking two by the end of the month, two. but yeah, one to two by the end of the month. And that's it because it gives me a deadline and structure, but then leaves me to it. And I think that was an instance, like Sarah, you were saying, when you try to overstructure, mm -hmm. it, it backfires. Mm -hmm. Like I need, I need a backbone of structure. And then I need the freedom to be flexible within that. And I think I wasn't feeling that, but, um, with the, with the quarterly event, like I didn't even consider that as the same thing. I'm going to bug off. Thank All you right. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Great to see you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Like I didn't even consider those the same thing. So, yeah. Um, okay. So back to your question, mm -hmm. what do I post on Instagram? Yeah. I think that would be your A moment if you could get two done by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Your B moment would be, I'm going to do four posts this month mm -hmm. instead of the video, but it's the same concept and maybe I have a couple different pictures. Yeah. Instead of a video. Okay. So like, I mean, I can also do a hybrid of the two. Right. And you could like go back and forth between them forever. Mm -hmm. But your question was, how do I make it more visible? How do I be visible in my content, right? Initially, I think it might've been, how do I, what might I focus on in a month of visibility? But the fact that I'm doing enough other things visibility wise, Mm -hmm. makes me think that maybe I don't have to worry so much about is this a visibility post yeah so that I think that 
that might have actually been the answer I needed. Okay, so I will offer you something that I think may be easier for you, though, if you did want to throw in a couple of visibility things. Just yeah, of head. course, I got a whole month. Um, something along the same lines, but instead of let me take that back. Same same thing I just said. The post, the carousel with different images explaining yep. how, how, what, why, when, where. Yep. But the first one being a quote card that has some sort of shareable tip on it. Okay. Because in order for people to want to share, it has to be something that, okay, let's say I share all the time, mostly just to close friends. But like, what are the things we have in common? And does this thing like really hit the nail on the head that we both really think that thing and nobody else does? Okay. I will share that. Okay. Um, I will also share useful things that I know that they would find um, useful. Yeah. <laughs> so like, for example- I know you like to cook, here's a kitchen hack, here's blah, blah. Right, yes. exactly. So that's kind of what we're piggybacking on it, with the, the quote card is, if you have this problem, you can solve it by doing this kind of deal. So it's something that people can think of right. another person. Right, okay. And does I, that make sense? It does. Um, I have kind of steered away from quote cards because most people like the pretty pictures. So. Yes, um, that's true. And sometimes it's good to try stuff and just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And if you hate it, you can always delete it. Yeah. Okay. I think that helps. I think the reminder that the content doesn't have to be visible, visible. Um, you know, it can be. Maybe you restructure your hashtags. I know you love to do hashtags. Mm -hmm. So it could be, I'm going to go check all of these different sets that I have and make sure they're not too high or they're not too low or they're not too whatever they are. Um, and maybe I can find one that's a little bit more specific. Right. Um, right. Just different little things like that as you're thinking about what's going on in your day. It doesn't have to be that everything is perfect and lines up perfectly. It's mm -hmm. just having that in mind. Like, how can I be, how can I support my visibility this month? Mm -hmm. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the holdups with the videos, videos and reels in general too, is I feel like I have enough things that aren't done yet like mm. my, my freebies not before you start done. something yeah and it, and if it was a something that I'd already done or something that I was finding easy like I don't think it'd be as big a deal but because it's something really new and things I've never tried like I'm I'm not excited about it but I will do it I mean I, I you don't have to do it like there's other things to do there are, but I'm aware that particularly with something like the consultations, like I know that my presence and in my experience in my business, the, the more it's gonna I be can, stronger, the more I can make a connection with people, the better my sales are yes, like, and my presence is the single best way 
to do that. And since I serve a global audience, video it is. Um, and I have to get used to that. Mm -hmm. Like I said, a lot of it's just the, I don't know what I'm doing yet. And if I know I've got time to figure it out, I'll get there. Just like I was with everything else that I didn't know how to do. Like, I know. How I'm going to tell you the very easiest way to do a reel. And then you can graduate from there. But just for everyone's. Sure. Whatever. Go to your Instagram stories record a video you can do it's up to 60 seconds now mm -hmm. download the video upload it as a reel okay okay you can get way more complicated than that but that's the very easiest way to do it yeah part of mine is like because i want to do like screen shares and things um well you can do well um i don't know that this is the same thing but uh, you can do the green screen with the Instagram story. You can um, go to your, and I know this is not exactly how you want to do it, but I'm just trying to think like, what are the easiest ways to tell you? You can go to like an image and hit this little button down here and hit copy photo. Right. And then whenever you're doing your story, you can add it to the story before you download it. Right. So there's not perfect exactly what we've talked about but yeah. there's I can do clips from that. loom I can do um you know there's a bunch of different ways I can do it some mm -hmm. of it's just a matter of saying okay which one am I going to try first and then what's it going to look like yeah so yeah I'm not I really I'm not trying to drag my feet um it just it has you need some time yes I need the time because it just, it feels overwhelming the way I've attempted to approach it. And then I'm like, ah, I can't do that. What, um, I do have to get going in a second, but yeah. um, what is going on with your freebie? You say you haven't finished it yet. Is it because you're trying to A plus plus it? Or is it because it got too long? Or is it because you just haven't finished it yet? I just haven't finished it yet. I, I had... Um, specific things I wanted to have up and in place by the holiday shopping season. And I pushed and pushed to do those things. And I did. And then my system was like, cool, now we're going to take a break. Nap and time. I, nap time. And my system has only started kind of coming around now to like, okay, let's get back into this. So like I have um, a lot of my bits and pieces. I just have not been able to finish getting it up. So, yeah. If you keep doing what you're doing, it'll come back faster. What was the last part you said? It'll come back faster. Yeah. So, I'm ready now. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I'm almost done. Let's finish it. Yeah. That moment. So, okay. I just All wanted right. to check in and see. Yep. Um, did, I think I already asked you this, but did you get what you needed? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'm, I think I'm in a good spot. Like, like I said, I've, I've got more ideas and more things I can work on than hours I am currently allotting to work in a week. Good. And that's I okay. Mean, and I'm not good because to... ideas are more fun. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not going to push. 
Like yeah. there isn't a true deadline on any of this unless there is an actual deadline. And I'm not giving you one. Yeah. And I can can just do and I can go at the pace that things need to go right now. Yeah. And what was your takeaway from this call? What is my takeaway from this? I should have asked Sarah before she left. Um, yeah, I think probably my biggest thing was um, kind of dovetailing and not everything has to fit into that. Like if I'm in visibility, like not literally everything has to be visibility because one of the things in the planner is even, how are you going to stay up on this while this month is happening? And how are you going to stay up on this? You know, and then that's more like a brain exercise, mm -hmm. not a, you have to. Right. And it does kind of allow for that, like, here's where things are going. So, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm in a good spot. Good. All right. Thank you. Ms. You it was lovely talking to you. We'll you too. A couple weeks. Oh, are you coming to the workshop on Tuesday? Plan to. Cool. All right. Well, I will see you then. Awesome. Have a good one. Bye.